Welcome to the first episode of Secondhand Stories. I'm Garrett Jobes. Today's episode is about choosing where to sell your items, because there are lots of marketplaces out there and they're not all the same. In this episode, I'll talk about the pros and cons of eBay, Facebook, Craigslist, Etsy, Poshmark, and Amazon. So without further ado, let's get started. Firstly, we have eBay, my personal favorite. With over 135 million users worldwide, it's one of the best places to resell items, especially when they're used. It's also very easy to get started, yet also very scalable if your store ends up becoming a business. Their fee structure is also very beginner-friendly. Your first 250 listings each month are free. However, you do have to pay a final value fee if your items sell. For most categories, the fee is 13.25%. However, it does go as low as 3% and as high as 15%. While these are certainly quite high percentages, the nice thing is that these fees only apply if your items actually sell. eBay also offers exclusive discounts on most shipping services, which I will discuss more on future episodes. eBay also offers a unique shipping option called eBay International Shipping, where you ship the item to an eBay facility here in the U.S., and they then complete all customs-related things and ship it out to the customer internationally. I personally have used eBay International Shipping a few times, and I can say myself that to the seller, it's no different than shipping to a domestic customer. And speaking of shipping, eBay does offer built-in shipping tools, so when you get an order, you can select a shipping service and print a label all from their website or mobile app. And all payments go directly from eBay to your bank account. It's also very safe if you're concerned about getting scammed as all payments, credit card processing, returns, contact, etc. are all managed through eBay, um, and they do offer good fraud protection. eBay also manages sales tax for you, and they fill out your 1099K for you as well. Next, we have Facebook Marketplace and Facebook Selling Groups. While Facebook is probably the easiest to enter, that can be both a blessing and a curse, simply because there are just so many listings for buyers to compete from and therefore you to compete with. It can also be a scam magnet. Scammers will often try to get your phone number and then sell it on the black market, or they'll message you and not respond, or though it's, it's, it's just kind of a nightmare sometimes. Like, I personally have gotten lots of scam messages when selling on Marketplace. Another thing is that Marketplace and most Marketplace groups are very local pickup focused, which can be a problem because you simply limit your bio pool so much, and that applies especially if you live in a rural area. And while Facebook Marketplace does offer a shipping option, it's not very widely used, and it's just in general not that great. However, Facebook Marketplace is a great place to sell large items you can't ship, like furniture, and its fees are also very low. For pickup, you arrange payment directly with the buyer, and therefore keeping all of your proceeds. And for shipping orders, Facebook only charges you 5%. Third, we have Craigslist. I don't sell on Craigslist for a few reasons, the first of course being that it's simply not a very user-friendly website, and the design of the site is archaic. It's also just not very widely used anymore. Um, it, it's just, it's honestly kind of dead. Um, Craigslist is also a strictly local site with, like, no shipping offered at all because Craigslist has separate sites for each region. It also isn't very safe as they don't offer any type of fraud protection. Like, when you post an item for sale, the buyer then contacts you directly and you arrange the sale. And this comes with its own issue as well, from scams to, like, people getting even getting the jump on you when you meet up. 
bottom line is, like, I just don't recommend selling anything on Craigslist. Fourth, we have Etsy. But Etsy really isn't much of a site for reselling, though. It's mainly only for handmade, hand design, antique, customized, or otherwise unique items. Now, if you're reselling antiques or artifacts, then sure, Etsy would be a great place to sell. Um, but in general, I don't really recommend reselling on Etsy. Next, we have Poshmark, a site exclusively for clothes and shoes. I don't have too much experience with Poshmark myself, simply because I don't sell many clothes or shoes, but I have heard great things about the site. It has 80 million monthly users, and while that may not sound like a lot, keep in mind that every single one of those buyers are shopping for clothes and shoes. You can list unlimited items for free on the site, the only fees are when the item sells. If it's under $15, the fees are flat to $95, although if it's over $15, they do keep 20%, which is quite high. Like, let's say if you sell a dress for $150, you only actually keep $120 of that. But what you do get is a free prepaid shipping label, so no hassles with shipping whatsoever. And of course, you do get all the benefits of having a dedicated clothing and shoes only site. Finally, let's talk about Amazon. If you're just starting with reselling, I advise strongly against selling on Amazon. First of all, like you, simply because of the way the search algorithm works, you have almost no chance of selling anything on Amazon if you don't use their fulfillment by Amazon or FBA service. And also, in order to have that little prime check mark, um, you have to use FBA. Um, but the fees, oh, the fees, you have to pay $39.99 a month no matter how many items you sell. Plus, you have to pay fees when an item sells. And you have to ship to pay to ship your items to the prime warehouses. And you have to pay to ship it from the warehouse to the customer. And you get the idea? There's really not much left for you. And of course, returns are always a hassle because simply when customers see that something has free returns, sometimes they just end up returning it just because it's free. But it's not free to the seller because you have to eat the cost. And oftentimes, the factory directs low prices overseas sellers charge on Amazon are often less than just your costs alone, making it near impossible to gain market share. Because, I mean, in some cases, they can literally be cheaper to ship an item from China to the U.S. than it can be to ship an item within the U.S. You also have a whole headache with reviews. Like, think about the last time you shopped on Amazon. Would you even consider an item with less than, say, 100 reviews? Or maybe even, depending on how strict you are with your buying, 500, 1,000 views, etc. Considering that only 3 to 20% of Amazon customers even leave reviews for their purchases, well, you know, you do the math. So it's very hard to, to get started on Amazon. And it's typically a marketplace for brand new or refurbished items anyway. Like, not many, not many people go to Amazon looking to find used items. Well, thanks for listening to the first episode of Secondhand Stories. If you enjoyed this episode, please support the show to keep it ad-free. You can donate by clicking the link in the description or going to bit.ly slash secondhandstories. And make sure to follow the show in your favorite podcast app to listen to new episodes as they're released. See you next time.